Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Merry Christmas Eve. I hope this video finds you happy in a warm, safe place, surrounded by people you love, enjoying all the beautiful elements of the season, the beautiful lights, the beautiful Christmas trees. And if you celebrate any other religion, I hope that your Hanukkah candles are sparkling and beautiful, and that you get oodles of Hanukkah guilt. I'm also hoping that you all have something delicious to eat and drink, and today it's okay to eat and drink whatever you want, even fudge and mulled wine. I say go for it, in moderation, of course. Now let's dig in. There's no doubt that Doomsday Mom, Lori Vallow, is an emotionally troubled person. Maybe not clinically insane, but still someone who suffers from magical thinking, delusions of grandeur, and likely an antisocial personality disorder. Most well-adjusted people aren't going to believe that their husband and kids have been taken over by evil spirits and turned into zombies, and thus need to be destroyed. You have to be missing a chip to truly buy into this cray-cray stuff. Sadly, Lori Vallow isn't the only person who's ever falsely believed that a family member and or loved one has been replaced or taken over by an identical being. There's even a scientific name for this. It's called Capgrass Syndrome, and it's the most prevalent delusional misidentification syndrome out there. Capgrass syndrome is characterized as a delusion of doubles. Now, this is an extremely rare syndrome, and it occurs in both males and females. By the way, it's not just people who can be taken over by an imposter in the patient's mind. Animals and even inanimate objects can also, at least in the patient's troubled mind, be taken over by someone or something else. In an article on Capgrass syndrome that I found on the National Institute of Health's website said this about CS. The propensity of violence in CS patients requires its speedy recognition and timely intervention, end quote. So I'm seriously wondering now if Lori Vallow and or her brother Alex Cox and also Chad Daybell, were ever diagnosed with Capgrass syndrome. Alex, when asked if he believed in all the zombie stuff, said absolutely 100%. It's likely they never were diagnosed with this, but that may be only because they didn't see any professionals for their mental health issues. By the way, I'm speculating. I'm not a psychologist. This is just me purely speculating. But it does turn out that Alex sustained a traumatic brain injury after a car accident in young adulthood. Could the damage have been to the bifrontal, right limbic, and temporal regions? And could that explain why he bought into various family members being taken over by evil spirits and becoming zombies? Listen to what Dr. Todd Grande said about Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell's mental health and personalities. Note that Dr. Grande stated that there's no way to know for sure 
what, if anything, Lori and Chad suffer from in terms of their mental health. A doctor would have to individually evaluate them in order to come to any conclusions. So here's what Dr. Grande said. There may be nothing going on in terms of mental health and personality factors. Evidently, Lori was evaluated at one point during all this and a mental health professional released her. This could simply be a situation where people decided to commit crimes. For this analysis, I'm going to run under the assumption that Lori and Chad committed the murders or conspired to commit the murders. When looking at all this, two main theories surface to explain these behaviors. The first theory, of course, is that Lori and Chad were delusional. They had delusions about the end of the world. Chad and Lori allegedly told Melanie that Tylee and JJ had become zombies saying that their original spirits were forced from their bodies and they became possessed by a demon, a disembodied spirit, a worm, or a slug. Lori also said she had spiritual visions. Charles had reported that Lori believed she was a deity. She also believed that Charles had become somebody else. So he was a zombie too. This sounds a bit like a cop cross delusion. And I'll talk more about this in a moment. And of course, we see that Chad had a long history of writing about Doomsday and he believed that voices told him to move to Idaho. The second theory is that Lori and Chad are psychopathic. So they had this tendency to manipulate, they had a lack of empathy, grandiosity, a wanton disregard for the rights of others, and they were excitement-seeking and impulsive. So if they were psychopathic, then they would have been that way for a long time. We don't see a late-onset psychopathy. People reported that both Lori and Chad were upstanding, responsible citizens. Maybe a bit unusual, but we see nothing here that indicates that they were psychopathic before. So back to the first theory of delusions. What could be going on if this were true? Well, delusions can be caused by a number of conditions, substance use, some medical conditions, but most are related to mental health. The more common mental disorders associated with delusions would be schizophrenia and other disorders related to schizophrenia, like schizoaffective disorder, major mood disorders like major depressive disorder or bipolar disorder, brief psychotic disorder, and delusional disorder. So just looking at Lori here, I'm not aware of any evidence that says that Lori had negative symptoms or disorganized speech or something like that that we would see with schizophrenia. We don't see a history of depression or mania like we would expect to see with major depressive disorder and bipolar. The symptoms were present for more than a month, unlike what we would expect to see with brief psychotic disorder. So that leaves us with delusional disorder. Essentially, What's required for delusional disorder would be the presence of one or more delusions for a duration of one month or longer. The delusions can't better be explained by another disorder. And other than the effect of the delusion itself, functioning is not markedly impaired and the person's behavior is not odd or bizarre. Lori did seem to function pretty well, and it's not clear if she was odd or bizarre outside of delusional behavior. I think looking at these different categories really highlights the importance of a quality history. Without knowing the history of behavior, it's difficult to see what alignment would make sense. I mentioned the Copgrass delusion before. This is referred to as a delusion of misidentification. With this particular type, we see that a person misidentifies people who are close to them. One of the most common situations... Capgrass syndrome is scary because of its connection to violent behaviors. If only Charles Vallow's pleas for help in getting Lori a comprehensive medical health evaluation 
had been taken seriously by the cops. Maybe, just maybe, Lori could have been treated for Capgrass syndrome, and the four victims might still be alive. And by four victims, I'm referring to Charles Vallow, Tammy Daybell, Tylee, and JJ. There's also, of course, Joseph Ryan, but we don't know if he died of natural causes or if he was done in by Lori. I believe Lori, Chad, and Alex may not have committed these crimes on their own, as in, say, Lori committing these crimes solo. I think only when the three joined forces were they able to pull off these most evil deeds. What do you guys think? And what do you think of Capgrass Syndrome? By the way, Chad Dumbbell, oops, I mean Chad Daybell, hasn't been convicted of any crimes, so he is presumed innocent at this time. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, do me a favor, smash that like button. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories, love you guys. Remember the 144000 She's come to Jesus is coming next year. She took all the money out of her bank account today. My truck has gone from the airport. She went to the airport and got it. I just flew in from Houston, from Dallas. Houston and Dallas. So, uh, where's your truck? I don't know. Okay. A friend of mine's truck had picked me up. I went to the CSI to file a report, uh, which is the community bridges or something, to file a report. So you did, ordered, you did You did. the petition? Yeah, they ordered a pickup. Okay. What yeah. time did you do, do that? An hour and a half ago. Okay. So what makes her a danger to herself and she to others? She threatened me, murder me, kill me. She threatened to murder you? Yes. And she said, How did she do that? My, my bishop right there is in the car. He was on the phone with me today when she said, I will have you destroyed. That's what she said there. Okay, that's not, that's not a threat to kill you. Yesterday was a threat to kill me. Today, okay. Course, what did, what did she say yesterday? She said, you're not Charles. I don't know who you are, what you did with Charles, but I can murder you now with my powers. Okay. Okay. All right. Says so you're gonna. I'm gonna kill you too. I'm gonna. Uh, yesterday was. I'm so she's speaking you. as a spiritual being. She's, she's not here. She okay. lost her reality. Is, has, is this sick. is this just all recent, or has it been it's going on? Been going on for about four or five years. It's gotten really, really bad lately. She goes to the temple every day and speaks with Moroni and Jesus Christ, and they tell her what to do. And now she came to her today, and last couple of days she says, "I'm not Charles. Uh, you're not Charles. You're Nick." Schneider, where she gets his names from. She got all this stuff from these people in Utah who uh, tell her how many past lives she's had and, and, and probation she's had. And she's uh, uh, was married to Moroni back way back when, and she's also married to James the Just. And uh, uh, okay, this is all foreign to me. So it's just it's foreign to me. Well, I'm not LDS. It's crazy, it's crazy stuff. I know you're using it's, LDS terms here. I know, but it's just it's okay. just she's she's nonsensical. Okay. And I haven't seen my...